bit of loss um sanctuary podcast um i'm sorry i wasn't able to post yesterday i've been having a little bit of anxiety which i think that would be something good for us to talk about today because everybody's anxiety attack is a little bit different and what people don't understand is that anxiety is pretty serious um you hear of people going into you know shock or having to go to the emergency room because they think they're having a heart attack or even the emergency room thinks that they are having a heart attack due to their anxiety because it messes with the physical attributes of your body um so like in the last episode i explained that i'm also going on a mental health journey binge wh- whatever we want to call this um and i've been on my antidepressants for a minute now and i'm still getting really anxious um i've been flinching at everything and extremely jumpy um it doesn't really hinder a lot of what i do because i'm a high functioning anxiety <clears throat> person but when it comes to things like people want to joke around or anything like that that it hinders that because a lot of times when I'm anxious I get kind of crabby or I get very secluded um because I'm a high I'm a high functioning anxiety patient um I tend to try to people please or over apologize um I have to be moving when I'm when my um anxiety comes up I pick my imperfections a lot it's just soothing to me uh I play with my hands a lot um I'm not a knee bouncer I know that there's a lot of people out there that are knee bouncers um like I said, that this this whole podcast is about learning and teaching the difference in everybody's anxieties or mental um, health advocate, <clears throat> mental health issues. I guess I would say I don't really like to use that word, but because uh, there's been a lot of things going on with the fact of. Um, my anxiety i thought that i would test on it today and explain a little bit more because a lot of people don't understand and i've also wanted to explain that there is a difference between panic and anxiety um um one of the things that i do when i'm anxious um is i tend to procrastinate a lot and then I make myself even more anxious when I have to get it done you know so I rush and I I procrastinate because I always am second guessing myself and it's a sorry I have a scratchy throat it's a weird thing of it's just kind of a weird circle when you think about it you procrastinate because you think it's not good enough and you when you procrastinate and have to rush, you put yourself in anxiety. So it's just, and then that just leads into my overthinking um, and overworking because you procrastinate. 
because you think you're gonna fail and honestly I've done that a lot with my job right now um I'm always trying to overwork myself or prove myself or want like recognition and if I don't get recognition I get anxious because I think I failed someone and that's not always the case um which of course overthinking can obviously lead into disturbed sleep patterns um insomnia anxiety of course can run hand in hand with depression so it it really sucks when you have depression and anxiety because you want to sleep you are just dead tired but when you want to sleep you can't because you're just always overthinking and stressing yourself out over the littlest things like did I breathe wrong in somebody's direction it it, anxiety is odd um and you just end up just being busy and you don't take time for yourself and honestly, that, that's a huge thing, especially for people that are anxious or depressed or just, you know, just feeling like overworked. Um, and then, of course, unfortunately, being overly busy leads to self-sabotage because you just want to cope with it. I mean, it can be from like overeating. You can withdraw from yourself too much when you have over put out for, of yourself. Um, and then you just lock yourself in, um, of course you can go into alcohol or drug abuse with anxiety, which, I I mean, I don't tend to lean towards those things, and of course, like I said, I'm going to have different people on the show, so that way maybe if there's somebody out there struggling to anxiety-induced, you know, alcoholic and drug behavior, they know that they're not alone so you know that that can also be very hard to deal with I have an overeating issue when I get depressed or when I get anxious I want to eat because it's something that you know unfortunately food can't tell you no I mean you you never can fail food and that seems so sad and it kind of makes me want to cry because I have to say that because it seems like food in my life has been the only thing that's been there completely for me. I could always move or go get something out of the fridge. And, you know, it, it just soothes you because it's always going to be there. I mean, that that's kind of hurtful. Like, when you open up your own wounds, it just kind of sucks because I record this raw. Um, so, of course course obviously you're gonna hear me stutter or anything like that you're gonna hear noises in the background because I have cats I have a dog I have a family that I live with um the people that I'm going to record with they have families that they live with it's just you know I really don't want to get into that right now and it's always okay to want to wait to open up a package that you're not ready for right now. But I record it raw. I remember that's what I was on about. I record it raw because you can hear my emotion in it even though I'm kind of I really 
am not exactly sure what more to say about that, about the recording it raw, besides there is, like, music over it and things like that. I'm gonna try, like, I'm new to this whole podcast thing, but I really want to explain the fact that this time, this episode, is that everybody's anxiety is different, and of course I'm repeating myself, That's that can be a part of, you know, anxious behavior, because recording these audios and things like that, me talking in general to myself, what it seems, but there's going to be listeners, so I'm not necessarily talking to myself, it makes me kind of embarrassed and anxious, because what if I do mess up? What if this doesn't go as far as I want it to? What if this doesn't reach somebody in time? You know, you have all those, like, rounding things when you're trying to make a silver lining in this this dull world right now. Um, and there's a lot of negativity in the world right now. And that makes me anxious because I don't like to see anybody sad. I don't like to see anybody sick. Um, I don't like to see anybody hurt. It's just a lot of things are going on at once and a lot of people are suffering. Um, This pandemic hit us hard. And it's a scary thing. It is. Um, Watching people I know, I've lost a lot of people in the past two years to the pandemic that I know and I was close to a lot of it can be family, family friends, um, somebody that I was very close to, she ended up getting the sickness and of course somebody with an anxiety problem can either be numb to something like this so they don't have to be anxious, it's almost like a shut off valve and that's almost like a self-sabotaging mechanism when you shut off everything to deal with life and that that's very hurtful to some people because it's almost like you don't care and it's not the fact that we don't care it's not you guys it's we it's not the fact that we don't care at all it's the fact that sometimes it's sensory overload and we don't know how to deal with it so the best thing that we can do without seeming like we have to go to the mental asylum we shut off most of our emotions um you guys might hear like sensory overload with a lot of like autistic people and people with like mental um disabilities and it's not just stigmatized to that said part of you know our community Um, It's also, you know, with people that have anxiety, sensory overload can have anxiety. And if you don't know what sensory overload is, it's like when somebody gets angry randomly, um, especially with, like I said, a person with mental disabilities or a person with mental illness, when they get angry randomly, it's just like, why why are my feet on the ground? Why is the grass green? Why is the air conditioner running? Why is somebody breathing? And it's just like, it keeps going sometimes and thoughts become intrusive. And then to just 
it's just a very like rapid spinning carousel in your head and then you just kind of shut it all off and that's when people end up going blank Uh, yeah blank I I don't even want to say it's numb because it's not like we can't feel it's just we end up going blank our face our face is a blank tray like our eyes kind of like lose their life and Um, we just end up being blank. Of course, we can still feel, but outward, our outward appearance seems very nonchalant and negative. And it, but we're not negative. You don't know what's going on behind our eyes. And if you guys don't feel this, I am so thankful for you. You have no idea. Um, and if you are listening to this podcast because you want to help somebody, I'm so proud of you because right now there's two different societies in the world there is a society of people that have mental illnesses and mental disabilities and then there's this society of people that can function to some extent regularly without either intrusive thoughts um, self-sabotaging behaviors Um, And of course, in that normal, quote-unquote, normal society, there is people in there that don't want to admit that they have these mental illnesses because it's, it's so shamed upon. Like, people will say that, oh, you're faking anxiety or something like that. I've heard, I've heard that. I've heard a lot of people say they've seen somebody fake an anxiety attack or say that they have anxiety and and they don't have the same textbook symptoms the next person has well not everybody has the same symptoms when I'm anxious like I said I pick my imperfections one of my best friends has picked up on that and she's always telling me to stop when I'm picking at it because she knows that's when I'm getting anxious um honestly I don't know a lot of my anxiety triggers or anything like that because like I said I'm not a knee bouncer um I don't chew the inside of my cheek which that's that's another one I don't pluck my hair or you know mess with my eyebrows um I can just go on and off a list of how I see people and how I distinguish certain anxiety triggers on people Some people will claw their arms, scratch their arms, you know, scratch it as in like there's an itch there and they just keep going over there. Um, Some anxiety triggers you might think are tics and when somebody keeps like doing something in a repetitive motion, not, I'm not saying that tic, that, you know, Tourette's and stuff like that are the same as anxiety, but sometimes when somebody has an anxious tick people might assume that they have Tourette's or you know a twitch of some sort which of course I'm assuming people that do have Tourette's do get anxious because of their tics which I you guys are rock stars by the way the people that have Tourette's my brother has Tourette's and he just kind of he's very blunt and kind of yeah um we'll get in that too at another time um
I'm trying to exactly think of like different ticks that I can show you. Like, of course, you know, I said they're scratching. Um, you know, when you're anxious, your voice pitch can go up. Um, and things like that. But as far as that goes, it's nothing necessarily huge and abundant. Um, they're just subtle little things that you see every so often and it's not an everyday thing because um anxiety is a very it's a roller coaster if you want me to be completely honest just like every other mental illness is there's good days there's bad days there's even worse days um and it sucks very much to say that but like sometimes in the mental illness world there's more negative than positive but that that's what I'm trying to change I'm trying to make a bracket so everyone can be there for each other and let's have an amazing buddy system for everybody so that way we can all understand each other <clears throat> another thing that may cause anxiety is the fact that you don't know who's gonna be there for you that's one of the reasons why self-sabotage comes into play especially I'm assuming with the drug abuse and the um alcohol abuse sorry I was trying I was trying I almost said beer abuse if you want me to be completely honest um or of course the overeating um like like I mentioned earlier they uh it's like they're not gonna go away it's always like just like I can reach out and touch it it's very tangible where sometimes people get anxious because love is not love is something that can't be seen support is something that can't be seen <clears throat> support is not tangible when I say tangible it's like with people that are anxious we want to reach out there and touch something to know it's there um sometimes seeing it or hearing it isn't enough for us because we cannot directly put our hands on it to feel it and I know that I have people that support me Am I anxious when I cannot directly feel that support? And do I think intrusive thoughts about the fact that they're not supporting me or they don't support me? Yeah, because it's not physically obtainable enough to hold. And like I said, that, that does cause a lot of self-sabotage. Um, there, there's so many different things like people will assume that somebody's panic disorder is anxiety which they're, they're different with panic um, that's definitely fear it's fear fear that is the raw emotion of fear that's like panic is a sense of doom you get out of nowhere and panic can be out of nowhere. Panic is disastrous. 
it it is because I don't like panic at all because it comes with me it can come you know I get panic when I hear sirens more so tornado sirens panic hits me when I sometimes at work panic will hit me and with my panic I start crying and I don't I don't know what triggers that at work anxiety I can easily push through it panic I break down and I'm in shambles for a minute um no guys guys physically physical males you know sometimes when your girl gets emotional and she's crying I know not all women are like this but I know panic makes me cry don't please don't assume we're on our period because honestly that might be us panicking over something we have no clue about we might have just overworked ourselves until our anxiety became panic and then we broke because we couldn't shut down and that goes for males too I mean people out there like think that there can be nothing wrong with males and that like they're this iron golem that has like no feelings and things like that that that's ridiculous everyone has feelings and the fact that this stigma is men can't cry or men can't have feelings because that makes them weak. How does that make you weak? I mean, I know men that have anxiety. Um, I know men that do cry. I know men that have, like, depression. It's not something inevitable for men. I wish it was as simple as that. But for people that think that or for men that think you can't cry, or that men can't cry, or that men can't be anxious, because I've seen that, it's like, most of the time, and one of the things that bother me the most when I tell somebody I'm anxious, first thing out of their mouth is, what are you anxious for? Why are you anxious? Anxiety isn't something you can definitely explain. It's not something easily explainable it's not something that you can put into words it's like literally like you know when you're a tv like back in the old days you know i'm 25 so back in the old days you know when you left your tv on for a little bit while and you didn't have cable so you didn't get those infomercials and it like turned to that white noise that's what your body feels like with anxiety it's like everything at once but nothing's there and it's like you can't feel yourself it's like you're lost in your brain you don't know where you're at and sometimes that's not even like how I can explain anxiety and another thing that irritates me is there people do this all the time and I understand that you're trying to help but please do not say there's nothing to be anxious about until you of course this will never be able to happen until you are in our brain in our little world you can't tell us there's nothing to be anxious about because you don't know what we're seeing what we're feeling like i said it's white noise it's nothing but everything at once and it's like fuzzy and it's almost like a deafening noise You know, I could go on and on about, like, things like that. 
you know, just keep talking. But I had to save some for the rest, you know, like the rest of my episodes of podcast. But just remember, if you have anxiety, it is okay. I'm not saying that what you're feeling anxious about is okay, because it might not be. But it's okay that you have anxiety itself. It's okay that you need to cry it out sometime. It's okay that you need to step back and take a breather. It's okay if you wonder why you have toes because you're overexposed to the elements or overexposed or like you have sensory overload. It's okay and it's okay to need to take a break. It's just like you have to figure out what is good for you. But I do know breaks and separating work from home life, that was a big indicator for me. To the point I had to get two separate phones. Now my my big boss, he has my my um, personal number and of course my best friend because she works with me has my personal number. Other than that, nobody at work has my personal number at all because in my brain I just couldn't switch off and that was just like, that was a self-sabotage attitude, I swear. I swear, because when you sit there and you want to work all the time or you can't shut work mode off, you you sit there and like you dwindle away. It's like the only person you are anymore is like evolved around your job and you're not you're not you anymore. You you lose yourself. And then you have to gain yourself back. And that's always a fight. But that that's where I'm going to wrap it up right now. Um, of course, tune in next week um, for another episode. And with that, Little Law is signing off. Have a good night. Drink your water. Get your sleep. Do a self-care day. You know, eat your lunch. Just take care of yourself. And I'll see you next time. Bye, guys.